everybody, welcome to another show episode of All Things Considered Franchising, powered by Scott Milas, FranchiseCoach.com. I am your host, Scotty Milas. All Things Considered Franchising is a podcast uh, dedicated to the entrepreneur, uh, people who are interested in learning uh, about business ownership, whether as an independent or investing in a franchise. And of course, Scott Milas, FranchiseCoach.com provides a free service to clients who are interested in building a business model and getting introduced to potential brands that could be a fit. We help uh, lead you through the, uh, the exercise of researching and exploring and uh, making eventually a validated decision and not a emotional decision. I have a unique guest with me today, and we were just chatting before we hit the record button. Uh, and I can't believe how long we've known each other, but uh, let's just say that uh, we first met um, when we were both uh, in the early stages of the Burger Wars. I wanted to uh, welcome uh, Michael Mabry with uh, with us today. Michael is, uh, I guess, president, chief bottle washer, chief everything with uh, One Life Band Brands. Uh, Michael, welcome. Right on. Thank you. Yeah, well, it's been about 15 years and... We had a, we had a, we had a friendly competition back in the day. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, and, and and Mikey, you bring up an interesting point because that's what the uniqueness about this industry is, is that as much as we all seem to think that it's competitive, there's actually a lot of room and opportunities for a lot of people, both on the franchisor side and the franchisee side. I think that's what makes it unique. Uh, yeah, I agree. Even even all those years that uh, we were competitors, there was a uh, uh, I know we shared best practices. Um, we talked about what was working, what what wasn't working for each of our individual brands. Uh, we talked about our food. Um, we talked about how we were sourcing our food. We talked about people. I mean, the, that is one of the the beauties of franchising. Um, while uh, you know we're all out trying to to make our way and make a business, at the end of the day, uh, we're all one team. And uh, the whole idea is if you, if you've got strong uh, competitors and strong uh, uh, fr other franchisors that build strong franchisees, uh, those franchisees one day could end up uh, uh, in, your, uh, in your boat, just like they were in someone else's. So the, the, the idea of uh, you know, staying friendly, sharing best practices, and uh, you know, really just uh, business is built on relationships and having true relationships with people. Absolutely. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting because, it, you know, you got your initial start into franchising. And if I got this wrong, correct me, but uh, it's because you knew somebody who, who knew somebody that was starting a, a friend of yours was starting a, a burger concept and wanted to franchise it. You started to get into it. You started on much like I did on that ground level operations, got into development, uh, got into the management side. Uh, got into leadership roles, um, and you've seen a real transformation of the industry, franchising. Uh, you know, back in the heyday when we first started in this, you know, you had uh, the three of us or the two of us and, you know, the 800-pound the, the gorilla, you know, five guys in the industry, and, you know, it just blossomed from there. But what is your take on the franchising industry now before we take a deeper dive into uh, One Life Brands? But where do you see the franchise industry? It's it's mark on entrepreneurship. Um, and again, this isn't a take to take away anything from people who are independents, but franchising does offer a lot. I mean, I'm not going to, yeah. you know, uh, you know, but what's your take on the industry right now? Yeah, it, it's a great question. And, um, you know, 
it's matured in the business acumen, in the people, in the type of people that is attracted over the last 15 years has, has nothing but strengthened uh, franchising. Um, you know, the, 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 the idea of, uh, of uh, you know, back in the day, hey, let's just, let's just go, let's, let's start this franchise and, 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 you know, build this brand out. Um, um, we, I think we were relatively successful uh, uh, doing that, but the competition has gotten so much better. Um, uh, people are educated so much more. Um, uh, people now are, are, are focusing solely on building these, these larger franchise type organizations, whether franchise side or the franchise or side. Right. And, and it's, it's, up everyone's game. So if, if you haven't upped your game and that's with education, that's with people, that's with systems, that's with culture, that's with operations, that's with financial flow through, you know, the strategic partnerships uh, all through uh, the industry, whether that's banking, whether that's real estate, whether that's uh, procurement, that it is, it is really uh, 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 full bloomed into this, this powerhouse that is attracting what I consider some of the best people uh, out there. And when I say franchise, that's, that's restaurant brands, retail brands, service right. brands. It's, 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 it's all brands because you know, the, 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 the idea uh, if you've got a proven business model and the idea that someone can, can come along and, 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 and partner uh, and be a franchisee. And I was just having this conversation with one of our, with one of our brand presidents they were talking about the, um, the some of the franchisees and some of the people that we have in our in our in our uh, lead pipeline, and I challenged them to look at it a little bit differently. Which what is, look, whenever you have a, a corporation, you know, in 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 it's all corporate uh, operated, whether it's restaurants or whatnot. You you got some great people, but you've got leadership, and then you've got some right. local leadership and. In franchising, if you do it correctly and if you've got the right culture, you've really got 10, 15, 20, 100, 500 CEOs out there. And, and you, you tap into all that knowledge and everything they've brought and what got them to in the position that they were able to do this. Then I think you've got some, some, real, some harnessed uh, uh, power. Right. Well, I think it's safe to say that as a, now as a, you know, you've been a franchisor and some of the best ideas have come from franchisees. I mean, obviously you want them to utilize and learn the systems that have made the brand successful, but best ideas typically come from franchisees. They're the ones that work. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're the boots to the ground. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's interesting. You know, I was thinking about this when, when we go back 15 years, 20 years ago, when, when the development, when we were building and developing the brands that we were both associated with, things were a lot different because social media was kind of coming into it. I mean, I, I think we all remember the old days, you know, uh, you know, LinkedIn was starting to kick in, Facebook was starting to kick in, but we were doing development the old fashioned way, getting out there, meeting people or, you know, uh, I mean, how are you seeing as far as the people coming in and reaching out to you, potential franchisees, getting in contact with you? Or is it safe to say that 
most people today want more information than they did 15, 20 years ago? hundred percent. And, and, and you've got to be able to have that information out there it, in whatever uh, medium that they want it in. So some of it's print, some of it's online, some of it's uh, all of the social media aspects of it. Uh, some of it's uh, uh, through news, some of it's through radio, some podcasts. Um, right. You know, the, the idea now that um, um, someone is coming to you, it's rarely, it's rare. Like I, I can't remember the last person that when I talked to them said, Hey, what do you know about brand X? Whatever it is, one of the brands that we've got, they know a lot about it. Like they right. know a lot and that's great. Um, uh, so, you know, what we've got to be able to do again is, is stay out on the forefront and, and, you know, what are we talking about and what are we leaning into on those brands so that, so that so some of the uh, folks that are interested in franchising can see that nugget uh, maybe that some other brand doesn't have um, that says, ah, I like that. L let me, let me go talk to them. Right. Right. So let's take a deeper dive into one life France. Um, some unique concepts. Maybe you can share those concepts with the audience. Tell sure. us a little about them and you know, what, what, what's, you know, motivating, uh, you know, the brands that continue to be successful and uh, make a presence out there in the U S and potentially yeah. internationally. Yeah. Yes. Thank. Thanks. So, so we're we're about a little over a year in, um, and uh, the the whole the whole idea was born uh, from uh, my partner Robert Maynard. Uh, he is the uh, one of the co-founders of Famous Toastery, and he and I have uh, known each other uh, about ten years or so, just through the industry. And we'd always talked about uh, doing something together. And uh, timing wasn't right for me, or wasn't right for him. But but a couple of years ago, the timing was right. So for the first year that I, I joined forces with him, I, I ran the famous toastery brand uh, for him. Uh, but really from day one, he started to whisper in my ear about this, this idea, this dream that he had, uh, which is to uh, create a, uh, a larger entity and go attract uh, either uh, you know, some upstart type franchises or some, some franchises that uh, had a, a lot of potential, right. at least that we saw. Uh, so we made our first acquisition uh, just over a year ago, uh, which was uh, Flower Power uh, Cooking Studio. And um, uh, th three weeks later, we had our second acquisition, uh, Big Burger Spot. Um, Interesting. Uh, and then in December, uh, of, so about three months later, uh, our, our third acquisition of uh, uh, Cartridge World. So... And we also have a strategic relationship with a uh, company called Vavia. So Flower Power Cooking Studios is just that. It's a, a cooking studios um, uh, franchise. And uh, it was founder-led uh, uh, for years. Uh, and she did a great job with it. But we felt that, hey, this thing's, got, this thing's got a lot of legs with it. So that's why we, we uh, uh, approached that. The segment is um, vir Virgin. Um, there, there, there are some, some great uh, uh, competitors out there, but there's no one really leading uh, mm -hmm. that segment. Um, then we've also got uh, a Big Burger Spot that I mentioned, which is uh, a, a three-unit burger uh, uh, chain based out of Greensboro. We're not quite franchising that yet, but that's what we that's what we. That's uh, the plan. Okay. Yep. And then on the Cartridge World side. Uh, 
um, um, it, it's us, and we, there's a, there's another investment group that's in with us, uh, but we're the the, the managing uh, members of uh, of the board. Um, so the way the company uh, works is we've got one life brands, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I sit at that level. Uh, and then I've got a brand president that runs each of those brands that I just mentioned. And then I support those brand presidents. And then they've got teams underneath them that run those brands. Then at the One Life level, uh, we've got our shared services program, uh, HR, IT, uh, accounting, et cetera. It's interesting because, and, and correct me if I'm wrong in, in putting you into this category, but it sounds like you are that uh, – you are an FSO, a franchise sales organization. But not only are you handling the sales and development side, which I think most FSOs, if not all, do, but you're also focused on, which I think is as important, if not more important than the development side, you're focused on the operational support. So let's face it, if you can't provide operational support, marketing support, getting someone opened and manage, help, help them maintain their business uh, as, when they're uh, when they're in the uh, as a franchisee, you failed as a franchisor. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I, we're an operating company first, um, okay, and, and then uh, we're a franchise sales organization second because we have franchise businesses. Uh, okay. But we but we've got to have uh, as an example. Um, acquisition of Flower Power, August of last year. We didn't go out to market until April of this year. So uh, we did. We didn't publish an FDD. We didn't. We didn't do anything. All all we did was work on the operations, there the, brand, the okay. branding of the brand. Uh, hired a whole new team. Sarah Mortz, who is the president of, uh, of she'd be a great. Uh, uh, interview for you. Okay. Um, uh, she's the president of, of Flower Power, and she didn't come from the franchising industry. She was someone that I knew. Uh, smart, 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 uh, dedicated, phenomenal vision for the brand. So that's what we worked on for the first six months, uh, and so we, we've literally just been franchising it for about three months now. Um, and, and that's really the approach that we, we we've taken with each of these. Uh, Cartridge World uh, ac- acquired uh, December 1st, and FDD was just published last week. So we took okay. uh, six, seven, eight months there uh, to get the things in order. So we're an operations company first, and then uh, that franchise sales uh, organization second. Well, it, it it goes to – we're talking to Michael Mabry, uh, you know, uh, president – I mean, managing director. What, managing managing director. director. Okay, there we go. Managing director of uh, One Life Brands. I just, I'm I just made Milas. it that title. I just made it. <laughs> well, that's okay. And I'm Scotty Miles, the host of All Things Considered Franchising. Um, it sounds like that the the importance to your group, your executive team, uh, the people within One Life Brands, is is that if we're going to bring these brands in and we're going to make the investment, we want to set them right or or set them to be right to be a franchise or to be able to offer it. We're just not looking to throw it out there. And I think you and I could probably sit here and name the same six that, you know, about companies that tried to franchise it and just, you know, never got off the ground. But you want to make sure that that support level and that the franchise is going to be successful and it isn't just throwing it up against the wall and and hoping it sticks, so to speak. Yeah, to, I mean, to the best of our ability. Um, you know, I, I've never taken it lightly 
um, that uh, you know, someone or a, a husband and wife or a, a couple of partners or um, uh, some entity pushed a, a check across the table to buy a franchise or multiple franchises. And that's real money. It comes out of a real bank account uh, when they do that. So we've got, in my opinion, a moral obligation uh, to uh, ensure that uh, you know, every decision that we make is for the betterment of that franchisee. Doesn't mean we're right all the time. Sometimes we're not right. Right. But it, but it comes from a place of is this best for the franchisee? Um, and you know, we've got to find people that believe in that, and our entire leadership team does. And that that's really our focus on a daily basis. What decisions are we making? It, it's it's pretty simple. You know, there's you says, well, you know, what's the most important things? Well, there's really three in franchising, in my opinion. One, unit level sales. So wherever that whatever you're whatever you're operating, unit level sales is is numero uno. Number two, unit level economics. That's the that's the second thing. You gotta have the sales, you gotta make money. And then number three is uh, uh, growth of that brand. So you've got to do all three. If you take care of the first two, the third one happens. Right. Right. So uh, when you look at your brand portfolio uh, and looking at brands to possibly bring in, um, any insight to what you're seeing as sectors, categories that are uh, grabbing attention? Because, you know, when we look over the last three years coming out, you know, with COVID out of the pandemic, you know, home services, you know, just kind of flew off the shelf. Uh home services, the pet industry. Uh, there's been sort of a, a drop in that uh, as far as inquiries. I think the dust has settled a little bit. But what are you seeing as sort of some trendy, um, and even your brands, I mean, where are you seeing those trends? Where, What direction are we going in, you think? Yeah, um, you know, there, there, there's three that, uh, fam famous toastery uh, in this better uh, breakfast uh, segment, there, there are, there are some great uh, competitors again out there, uh, but there's not a lot that are franchising. So that, that kind of sits on its own. It's a uh, next year is 20 years. Uh, so it's, we're not an upstart. It's a, a you know, great solid uh, investment for someone who wants to be in the restaurant business, much quality of life. Um, and then, you know, the uh, flower power, um, anything to do with kids and, and, okay. and it's, and it's focused uh, on kids, but it, it's really from preschool to age 99. Uh, that was the rebranding uh, that we went through. It used to be called Flower Power Kids Cooking Studio. We dropped the kids, changed the logo, uh, up the curriculum, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it's still the core focus is, is kids. Um, and, you know, that, that is, that is uh, uh, key uh, because everyone wants their, their kids to have an opportunity to do something to feel good about themselves. Uh, and to, to feel that they are a part of something uh, bigger than themselves. So that's where flower power comes in and just the culture behind it. Right. Uh, you know, Cartridge World is a, is a you know, shoot, I think, 30-year-old brand. Uh, at one time, it was uh, uh, over a, uh, 500 million in, in global sales. And then over the years, it's been bought and sold a few times. Um, and, and now we're, we're responsible for the United States. But it's there's nothing sexy about it. Uh, right. But I bet you've got a. I think I see a printer right behind you. Uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone's got a printer or two or three. Right. 
Um, and uh, so, you know, we, we are, have, a, have a product and we've got, uh, we have two main products. Uh, the first product is what we're uh, marketing, which is our executive office model, uh, which is you can work from anywhere. It's not a brick and mortar. Uh, then the idea is you build your book of business. Um, and um, you supply toners and cartridges and ink uh, to that book of business. Then the next question is, well, how do you get the book of business? Well, we've got a no-cost printer program. So if I walk into a business and they've got 15 printers and I say, hey, as you, as you need new printers, let me provide it for you at no cost to you. I just ask that you uh, buy, the buy, cartridge. buy the cartridges from me. So, so there's, again, it's not sexy, but it's, uh, it's needed. Uh, and, um, even with more people working at home now, there's more printers out there than ever, uh, cause now you have to have a printer at the office and you have to have one at home. Right. Uh, so there's that business. And then I've touched on Vavia, uh, just, uh, 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 for a little, a little bit, but Vavia is a, uh, dumpster, uh, business and, um, you know, you haul trash. Uh, it's a great business. Um, uh, Robert uh, Maynard, again, co uh, founder of One Life, he sits on their board. Uh, so we handle their franchise development for them. And um, uh, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's a dirty business. Um, uh, <laughs> yes. But, they, but what they've done uh, and their technology and their branding uh, and the niche that they are, are focusing in on their markets is really something extraordinary. So to answer your question, I, I feel it's it's whatever these 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 niches are um, that people uh, are already using these types of services, ink, trash, um, right. and then how do you build a business model on it and, and get it out there? Interesting, interesting. Um, Michael, if somebody wanted to find out more about uh, One Life Brands and the portfolio, what would be the best way to learn more? Maybe an entrepreneur out there who's going to, you know, who's listening to the podcast as well. Wow, you know, Vavia sounds good. I really like Foul Power. But how would one find out more about the, uh, the brand portfolio and be able to speak somebody directly? Yeah, thank you. Go to onelifebrands.com. Uh, and uh, it's just an informational uh, website, but it's got links to all of these brands that I just okay. mentioned. Um, and, uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah. Now that's one life brands, but it's W O N life brands. Correct. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll have thank that up. You. Yep. Yep. Thank I you, just ben. want to make sure thank that you. if anybody's the listening. Whole idea, yeah. The whole idea there, it's kind of a double, uh, entendre of uh, you have one life to live and let's win at that life. So one life brands, that's, that's right. How great. We came up with any, that. any closing thoughts, anything you want to share, anything we can, uh, you know, uh, anything you want to bring up, uh, you know, as we close out here? Yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, you know, one is if you're interested in, in franchising, as Scott mentioned, do your due diligence. Right. Um, and and it, it's 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 contractual obligated uh, uh, relationship you're getting into. So so make sure that you can see yourself wearing that logo uh, for at least the next 10 years and something you'll be, you'll be proud of um, as you go through that. And then uh, lastly, as, as Scott mentioned, uh, I, I've, we've known each other a long time. And if he, if he's offering some, uh, some free advice, as he mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I suggest anyone listening, take him up on it. Thank you. I appreciate he, he's, that. he's a professional. Uh, he's honest. And uh, he's someone that you could rely on to, to get some real solid information from. Well, thank you, Michael. I appreciate that. And, 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 and to the audience, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I wouldn't bat an eye 
um, referring or introducing anyone to any of the brands over at One Life. I mean, if 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 the credibility of the brands are are anything like the credibility of you, Michael, um, uh, you know, and I've known you for a long time. I think you know, especially uh, you know, uh, in developing brands and 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 and. Uh, validation from franchisees and uh, definitely would uh, consider uh, and recommend that people, you know, reach out to you to learn more about the opportunities. Michael, I hope we can get you back on six months from now to kind of get an update where the brands are, anything new. Um, I want to thank you for participating in the show. We've been speaking to Michael Mabry of uh, One Life Brands. I'm Scotty Milas, uh, president uh, of and founder of scottmilasfranchisecoach.com and the podcast host and founder of All Things Considered Franchising. Reach out to me accordingly if you're interested in learning more about franchise opportunities, have questions on entrepreneurship, and provide you the best and guidance that we can possibly can. So this is until next time. Again, Scotty Milas, make it a great day. Thank you.